That was actually you actually went started on something, but you ended with uh, an actual theme song. What yeah, I wrote that? that. Yeah, you're making bank because I've recognized it. So I mean, yeah. it means it's something in the 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 upper echelon of of pop culture. Dang it, Bobby! Oh yeah, there, there it is. There it is. <laughs> Welcome to the Hive. My name's Josh Clifton. My name's Kayla Noor. My name's Alexa Miles B. Eric Jones. Johnny I. Gore. Hey, Judah, you want to say hi? Hi. That's, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's so my, my son, Judah, who was not feeling well today, but, but now support feels Support us great. on Patreon. How many, yes. how many, <laughs> how many months support is he? <laughs> we have children. We got kids to feed. Uh, how many months are you? Can you do the math? By the end of the podcast, I'd like to know how many months old you are. How many months in a year? You were looking at Alexa, and I thought you were asking her how many months. Going <laughs> <laughs> oh. off the same joke. He's seven years old. So. Seven. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, Good job, buddy. That's eighty-four, bro. You're eighty-four months old. You've you've uh, you've, you've survived this long. <laughs> you made it thus far. Yeah. Okay. So, um, how you guys been? I've been all right. <laughs> think anyone's still listening <laughs> oh i'm not worried about it um <laughs> like I, i'm all right yeah, i'm all right and we're like well there it is we we introduced you to my son yeah that's a great song bud um support us on itunes yeah <laughs> 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 um yeah uh i you know it's 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 2019 now and is this the this isn't the first episode we've done in 2019, right? I, I think it's the second one. Second one, okay. I wanted to ask you guys. I didn't. I didn't tell you up front, but I wanted to ask you what you're maybe. And this is going to be everything Johnny hates about this. Uh, your favorite movie of 2018? Do you have one? Did you see a movie in theaters? Uh, I think I saw two. Which two? <laughs> Um, I, Tanya and Coco. Was, was, and technically, I, Tanya is a 2017 film that just carried over into 2018. But I counted on my 2018. So your list. favorite movie is Coco. Yeah. 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 And I think was... Coco is also a 2017 <laughs> Is it really? Yes. I just realized that. <laughs> it's okay. You probably saw movies in Redbox or online that, or, or on your TV streaming that it came Red out. Redboxes are still open? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They that haven't quite the gone night. the way of the blockbuster. Oh, okay. Not yet. But, uh, probably you've probably seen a 2018 movie. I hope so. <laughs> I'm not sure though. <laughs> How many times did you watch a couples retreat though? 
And in 2018, at yeah. least three. <laughs> but not all the way through. I thought it was going to be way higher than just three. Not all the way through. Three is a lot, though. I mean, think about We talked about that, didn't we? We talked about the fact that like people say, well, I've seen the movie like 100 times. But it's like, and really? Like, yeah, really, you've seen it like 20 times. Yeah. Uh, I don't specifically remember having that conversation with you, but I'm 100% on board yeah, with that yeah. thought. I don't know if we have. Maybe we're so... I just know that I myself... We're so joint... We're one hive brain right now that we're... Superorganism. <laughs> That's when Brady takes a drink. No, Every so time I, you say superorganism. <laughs> even when he's driving. Yeah, he's like... Gra- gra- he has a beer in like arm's reach at all times. Yeah, he's got a chocolate milk. He's, he's committed. Market. He's committed to the, the game. Yeah. Um, even if it's illegal, it can get him arrested. <laughs> What was your favorite movie of 2018? Um, Off the top of your head. I know I didn't yeah, give you like, no, it's so fine. these are like rough. No, I, I, I would I, say Johnny, probably. I would like you to kind of see if you can c- somehow figure out if you actually have seen a, 20, a 2018 Yeah, I'm looking movie. right now. Yeah. Um, just <laughs> off the top of my head, the first one that comes to my brain is uh, A Quiet Place. Oh. A Quiet Place. That's a good one. That is a good one. Alexa Miles B. Bye. I'm tied between Bohemian Rhapsody and A Star Is Born. Okay, I did watch A Star Is Born finally, and it was. Oh, really you did? Good. Yeah, it was yeah. really good. Let me How ask okay you a question. It? How okay was it? <laughs> How okay? It was very, very great. Okay, <laughs> a great <laughs> level of okay. What movie you is said, this again? You a said both. You said both. Uh, your brain. If people back up, you go off the top of my. Brain. Uh, <laughs> the like, same way you go. It was very, very okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to pull a uh, What's Joey your? Joey Tribbiani. You know, yeah. you know I it's don't like know what the, the fart. It's like whenever you're acting and you don't know what to say, you forget oh, yeah, the line. You smell the you fart. Smell the fart. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Smelling farts that don't okay. exist. Hopefully. Sorry. I, what's your favorite 2018 movie? The Infinity War. Infinity War. Okay. It was That's freaking cool. amazing. It was good. Oh, that, that it was better than Black Panther. One. I said it. I it agree. Was. I agree. Dude, agree. the amount of 2018 movies that I realized I wanted to see. There's but a lot. It? Yeah, there's a lot that I could have had fun. I guess I got. I could have had fun. <laughs> you could have went can. and saw Bohemian Rhapsody on your birthday, but we ruined that, didn't we? Well, yeah, oh, I kind of just got. Yeah, away. we still need to hang out for your birthday, even yeah. though that was in November. Yeah, let's do oh, a birthday okay. hangs. I looked through this list online of 2018s and I didn't see any of them. That's so funny. But I wanted to see at least 10 of them. My favorite was You Were Never Really Here, but that's kind of a that had a small release. That sounds like it has subtitles. What is, is, it? is that no, the one? It's Walking uh, Phoenix in it. It's a revenge movie. Oh, that okay. one's so freaking good. It's on Hulu or okay. Prime or whatever. Okay. That's how I, I, I saw watched advertisements it. for it. So, so good. Violent. Now, couldn't Phoenix be more productive if he was flying Phoenix? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. You could get. You could get yeah, yeah, I mean, Eric, if th- you're, that if one, that one's rough. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was your tenth joke. That was, that was like a one out of every ten. No, there's somebody driving like right now who said Joaquin Phoenix and then lost it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're not in this room. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was clever, Eric. <laughs> they're not in this room. Sometimes things are clever find enough your audience. that I lose. <laughs> I don't find humor in it because it is so clever that I my brain goes, oh yeah. More yeah. than laughter. <laughs> well, the reason <laughs> I just think back on the Dave Chappelle skit where he's like, he <sighs> says he meets Native Americans in New Mexico or Arizona, and like, what's your name? And his, the guy's name was like uh, Running Wolf or something like that, and he was like, my name's a uh, Blackfoot. 
He's trying desperately to think of a name. He's like, I'm not about to tell him my name's Dave. What? Nah, I'm not going to bring up. I'm, I was about to go down like, isn't there a conversation we had about an Indian name? But I forget. But uh, um, uh, one more question. Did you guys, I mean, other than Honey Gold artists and releases so and, and people in this room, did you have a favorite record that came out? Today? Yes. Yeah, I know you did. Yeah. Go ahead and say it. Now, everybody, wait. Any loyal listener, this is not the first one. They know the answer to this. Go ahead. Uh, Coyden Cambridge. Oh my god, I can't believe it. <laughs> that oh. thing came out in October. It had all my number one plays for the entire year. <laughs> I listened to that record. You know, we just joked about like, I listened to it a hundred times. <laughs> like, it's like twenty thirty. No, I probably listened to the entire record in its entirety over a hundred times. Enough that That's the entire crazy. record's uh, play is above every other song I listened to. Did you just have it on year. when you played video games? No, I'd be driving around. Oh. Yeah, don't judge him. Driving around, sitting down. No, I was just trying to imagine how you could listen to a whole album Dragons. over a hundred times in about four months. And I figured if you're sitting down playing video games and you have it in the back a lot, that's a great. That's a good way to do it. That's yeah, but no, no, I, I legitimately uh, experienced it that many times. Okay, Alexa, do you have a favorite? I have three. She, oh, she doesn't know what favorite means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they could all be tied. You have three sons. <laughs> yeah. You can't have favorites. Uh, you, you can't. No. I know. I didn't. I didn't. Cool. You didn't bird these records, all right? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> cl- plug your ears. Which is your favorite? Uh, <laughs> one day when I'm dead, they're gonna come back and listen to this. <laughs> I <know. laughs> like, I told you, Dad. So I was, I was totally Dad's favorite. <laughs> so I don't need you to close your ears. The other two are like, you can have them, dude. My buddy John. Okay, I'll take one out and leave it at two. No, you can say all three. I don't care. Okay. It's like not some big thing. I'm. Yeah, go ahead. Panic at the Disco, Pray for the Wicked, NF Perception, and oh, the 1975, like A Brief Inquiry into Online Relationships. 1975, huh? That one's pretty, I appreciate that record a lot more after hearing a lot of his interviews. Yeah. Talking about a lot of the content of it. Uh, Kalen, do you have? Yeah, I would say the most listened by far is the 20, new 21 Pilots record. I'm trying to figure out how many times I've listened to it. I know I looked into my top 25 playlist, and that record is definitely like probably my most, most listened to record ever. Um, it is ever. But, for uh, sure. Yeah, for sure. But uh, I would say favorite, probably uh, the new Beartooth record, I would say. Oh, yeah, it's a good record. It's really okay. good. I finally listened to it. I'm going to tell you that Coheed and Cambria record is good. I've listened to it one time through. Yeah, it's really good. It is good. I finally yeah, I got around a, to a it. Good, it was a less prog, less trying to be crazy, and more let's just let's just execute some good songwriting. Uh, yeah, Tooth Disease, that's what it's called. Johnny, did you ever, uh, do you have a favorite record that came out in 2018? Was it Godsmack? No, I'm trying okay. to find out what came out in 2018 that I would have listened to. Uh-huh. And I, I don't think there's much. Um, I did not listen through Me Without You's new album like I should have. I finally listened through 21 Pilots, which I thought was great. But I'll s- I'd have to say the one that really took me by surprise and got me the most excited about listening to music than I'd been in a while was uh, Tiny Moving Parts, their album Swell. Uh, that was yeah, great. Yeah, I never even listened to it. I really enjoyed it. It's a lot of that sound. So like, if you're familiar with that sound, once you get to like song... 10 you're like okay i get it 
But the nostalgia button on it's real strong for me. So it like makes me feel 15, 16, driving around. Yeah. Having a great time. I, I'm going to tell you right now, didn't know I was going to ask this question either. So I'm like, as you guys are saying, like, what was mine? Because I know that's coming up. But uh, if I if I think back, 21 Pilots was a great record. Um, um, the uh, Sir Sly and and even uh, um, K Flay, both their records are phenomenal. Um, I'm trying to just think of like my favorite records of that, uh, like that really came out. I know there's like one or two. I'm like crap. And like when I'm listening back to this, I'll be like, no, clearly these yeah, these are the I'm, right I'm, answers. I'm doing that right. But now. uh. John, did you figure out a movie? I don't think I saw any. <laughs> you didn't see a single 2018. Oh, honorable you didn't mention. see Infin- Infinity War? Nope. You didn't see Black Panther? Nope. You didn't see Ant-Man and Wasp? Nope. Solo? Nope. I'll tell Who you ones you? I wa- I'll tell you ones <laughs> I wanted to see. All those? I wanted to see 8th Grade. Yeah, I haven't seen 8th Grade. So I wanted to see... On my list. Thoroughbreds. I wanted I to see Black Panther. I didn't see Thoroughbreds, and that's that was a big one for me I wanted to see. I don't really care about any of the other Marvel ones or comic ones in general. You should. But Black Panther seemed interesting because the soundtrack. Um, and, and you know, you feel bad <laughs> for your history. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you go back barely 80 years, my history's not even here. So <laughs> I'm not they, too they just started. They just saw. <laughs> <laughs> they hopped on the scene, started making brooms. <laughs> that, took, that took a second for me to like fully register what he just said. Yeah. <laughs> okay, like so a Stars Born, I wanted to see. Um, oh, First Man, I really wanted to see that. Yeah, that a Quiet I did not Place see that. seemed somewhat interesting. A Quiet Place, you would love. Oh, I don't know. You might be a little too tense in that movie. Well, I think Johnny would li- uh, love it now that he's got a child. Uh, Mary Poppins Returns, I want to see that. <laughs> I that do want to see that. That was Mary actually Poppins really good. Return. It was really Crazy good. Rich Asians. I was curious about that. I, I, I was actually very. Oh, won't you be my neighbor? I really wanted to see that's, that. That's in my top ten. Vice, Crazy Rich Asians is good. Vice, I Vice to see. was nuts. Deadpool two. I wanted nuts. to see. Ready Player One. I wanted to see. It's on so yeah, it, was a, it could have Ready been Player a great One's like year. Whatever. Was Game it as good as the book? I didn't read the book. It Game was Night. not as good as the book. Okay. I assume yeah. not because so many people love that book and so many people were meh about the movie. That movie um, took like three to four years to make because of all the licensing and paperwork. Yeah, yeah I believe it. I did Oh, right. duh, Bohemian Rhapsody. What? Yeah, you would have think they'd done it right. You would have, you would have hoped. You know, yeah. it was all right, but it Dude. was just okay. Did you it guys see that movie, Valerian? No, that was a big old miss. Oh, yeah. Paul McCartney's Egyptian Station, phenomenal record. That was a great record. I've heard a few songs off of it. Yeah. It was really good. Black Klansman. saw it live. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I did. That's Black Klansman's one. a good movie. I thought it was based on a true story. When I found out it wasn't based on a true story, I was like, oh, then it's just an okay movie. Or neat. Yeah. Maybe neat. Is that what I'm supposed to say? Neat movie? Yeah. Not just okay? Well, I'm thinking someone still had to come up with the story, and you're like, "Oh, that's neat." But like, yeah. when you think it's true, you're like, "Wow." Well, when it's when it's true, and you see, the, uh, not to spoil anything, but you see everything this guy went through to take down, you know, the KKK. Like you, uh, you go, "He did th- this happened." Like it's like that movie Pain and Gain. Have you seen that movie with Mark Wahlberg and The Rock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, not a boxing movie. No, I know. A weightlifting movie. It's about the brothers. But they, there are times whenever they're, the movie's happening and there's subtitles going, remember, this is a true story. 
this really happened. Yeah, and that's like, amazing. There's a moment where The Rock is like barbecuing a hand on a on a grill. And they're like, this happened in the middle of like L.A. or Florida or wherever they were. That's you know, crazy. like it's just nuts. Yeah, and Dude, they just have to... hilarious in that movie. Oh, way. it's so good. So I I did not think it was going to be good, and I uh, but biopics that are just outlet like Wolf of Wall Street, like the something great about it because it's a true story. Like it makes well it, the cinematography in Wolf of Wall Street too. Like so I challenge yeah, really listeners good. or anyone who can hear me right now. Next time you watch Wolf of Wall Wait, Street, wait, time out. Other than listeners. Who can hear you right now? You guys, we're uh, we're listeners. All we're right. listening. All right, okay, okay. If you want to keep going, yeah. <laughs> what, are, what are other things <laughs> that we can keep talking about? I love you, away Johnny, from my so point. much. I love it. I love it. <laughs> okay, yeah. so if you, you watch, keep being a jerk. <laughs> if you want to watch The Wolf of Wall Street, press pause at any moment in that movie, and you look at it, and you go, "That could be a picture." Like their framing and their lighting and their color correction keep that movie a constant beautiful picture. Yeah. That's what, that's what they do with Gatsby, right? I feel like that with Gatsby, too. I like movies like that that just visually are like, wow. Or have Leonardo DiCaprio I think the in story it. sucks. Yeah, Did I you say Leonardo same. DiCaprio? I I said Cap. I meant to say his name properly, but my enunciation <laughs> failed me. Oh, I thought, that that was, I thought you were just no, I wasn't hating on him. Dude, dude I love him. Like somebody would need to slap He's me. He's a national I was, treasure. If, yeah, if I was... <laughs> If I was uh, disgracing but, but Leo, but he hasn't seen a single Leonardo DiCaprio movie. None of that them. That is not <laughs> true. Seen any of them? I've seen. A, a Growing pains of them. does not count. <laughs> <laughs> He's Damn it! Never let go. Tattooed on his arm, guys. <laughs> I know, that's all Titanic. All right. Well, I uh, uh, I wanted to introduce something to you guys. Um, there was a uh, there was just a hashtag that says it's been twenty years since, and it made me go down a rabbit hole. Of like researching myself, this isn't just something that like I took from, from something else. But um, uh, it being 2019, that means the year 1999 was 20 years ago, which is crazy to mm-hmm. me. Like in my head, yeah. I'm like, oh man, I was in high school, almost out of high school. <laughs> I was like, it's nuts, you know. So um, I was nine, dude. Yeah. Yeah, so I wanted, I wrote down a whole bunch of things that I, I went through history and thought a couple of these things probably will be pop culture enough that all of us have some type of hold on them or something that are 20 years old this year, okay? So hold on a second. Let me bring that up. Uh, but, yeah, I, to me, this, this was nuts. All right. Uh, remember, I wonder if there's anyone – that's uh, 16 or younger that even knows what Y2K is. Hmm. Only if they go back through old shows. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. think? Uh, shoot, I don't know. You remember You remember how nuts everyone was going? Dude, it was oh, crazy. Totally. Yeah. And like, I, I was thinking, wait, so everything's going to shut down? Why? Because of a computer? Yeah, like, I remember my dad tried to explain it to me, and I, I didn't keep up. My dad was totally <laughs> sober-minded. He's like, I'm like, Dad, what's Y2K? And he's yeah. like... Stupid, it's nothing. Yeah, <laughs> people think computers just, are gonna all stop. That's ridiculous. I remember seeing like the Best Buy, like little things saying, Remember to turn off your computer. Yeah, they like, were saying, Yeah, uh, does anyone want to try to tackle what Y2K actually was? I think, Eric, you're the most qualified because you're Asian, but <sighs> I blame don't bring because that up, my Josh. dad was ignorant don't to trigger it. Me. I didn't have some guy like locking me in a room. No, son, look. 
at midnight tonight. Like I, I didn't get that talk. Oh, it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> no, people be- people actually treated it treated it. That's right. I think so. Yeah, okay. People actually prepared for this, like they prepare for a blizzard a storm coming it. in or doomsday. Oh, people were getting jugs of water. Yeah. They were like, food. things are going to freak, like computers are going to freak out because everything was so, this is before the internet was even as strong as it is now. Like, Yeah, this is they thought it was going to, the computers were going to think it was 1900, right? Yeah, and, and everything shut down. Yeah. And we would never be able, like, we don't know how we're going to kickstart our life from here on out. So did they not program in, like, yeah, the 199 two. and it goes up to 2000? Yeah, they thought it was going to reset to 1900. Yeah. Isn't that funny? They thought life was or computers? No, computers. computers. Okay. Computers, man. Like, <laughs> computers, man. Ooh, man, this is only the first one. Fight Club, one of my favorite movies of all time, came out 20 years ago. Oh, wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's crazy. Um. The yes, biggest song of the year was Hey Macarena. No, no, it's it was, uh, or baby, ba- that was ninety seven. Uh, or the Britney greatest Spears. song of of that, uh, uh, maybe it's the album is Hit Me Baby One More Time. I was gonna say one more either time. Britney, Spears Britney Spears or Spears. Backstreet Boys. Um, Dude, do you want to hear the most innocent thought ever yes. of a young sure. a young innocent boy? <laughs> Here yeah. we go. I how old were you? State how old you were? Ah, gosh. Well, whenever Britney Spears first came on the scene, yeah. When was that? Not probably like, like 97. 97. Yeah. Somewhere in there, I remember thinking she was cute. And in my head, I wished that maybe she could be my babysitter. <laughs> Isn't that ridiculous? It's one of two things. I was like, how cool would that be if Britney Spears babysat me? And then I could like hang out with her in person. Not that Johnny looks at porn at all, but we know what he goes to. If, <laughs> like I was trying to keep this pure and no, sweet. Johnny, I, I think not. legitimately, I wonder That's if you had regrets. babysitters that might have dressed like the album art, and you were like, oh, she could be my babysitter too. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, That's where I'm going with this, is like in the sense like there's something like that was your that was a fantasy of yours. Not in a gross fantasy. No, I'm talking teenage fantasy where you're like, oh, she's pretty. Yeah, I, I think that's all it was. she'd be my girlfriend. That's how I was until I was 17. I was completely sheltered. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, uh, same way. Uh, most of you know. Um, I was there too, man. I was sheltered. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite records of all time, Three Being Cool by Saves the Day, came out that year. Uh, the Matrix, the movie started in 1999, that franchise. We've been in The Matrix for hundreds of years. True. But, I mean. Well, but the actuals. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> at, at, at the year... What uh, like 1999, it all reset back to Paris. Yeah, there was a you saw its second cat, and you were like, What? (laughs) And then here we are. (laughs) Here we are. Um, I got the Battle for Los Angeles, the the uh, oh wow, Rage Against Machine, that's great, something right at home about, and um, and Make Yourself by Incubus. Oh, yeah, uh, in my last Columbia house shipment, you remember that thing. You don't know what the Columbia House shipment is? I do remember what it was. I didn't do get you? it. Is that oh a God, way to get God. music online? It, it was a way to get music not online. Like you would get you would pay you get nine free CDs if you paid for two within the next year at full price. That's what I meant. Like you could sign yeah. up for it via the computer and then they would ship it. I didn't them. I didn't sign up for it for computer. Mail order? Mail order, man. Oh, okay. They send you a brochure, you look through it. I remember getting get up kids something to write home about. Um, it was like a bunch of records, uh, but like, um, 
but getting Battle for Los Angeles, something to write home about, and make yourself by Incubus. I did that not knowing it was real. I filled it out thinking this is stupid. It's not going to be real. There's no way. A week later, all the CDs showed up, and my dad had a bill to yeah. buy a couple more CDs. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I remember being very scared. <laughs> I called the phone number on the back of one of my Jughead comic books, and uh, it ended up being like a gay hotline. <laughs> Not even kidding. They were like, you need a babysitter? <laughs> hey, your vocoder I, sounds great. You're like, I can wear that. <laughs> can you? Can, you're just like seven years old. Can you wear this? Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. Bright Eyes Every Day and Every Night came out. Hell yeah. That was what I was going to comment on is all the Saddles and Creek stuff. It's okay. He can get warm. Uh, saddles and Creek. Saddle Creek. Saddle, saddles and Creek. Ed, Ed and Eddie, did you guys watch that? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I didn't sure. watch it. So, uh, but and then SpongeBob started twenty years ago. Wow. Futurama started seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Episode one, Star Wars. I'm rewatching through uh, Futurama right now. Really? Uh, Freaks and Geeks came out twenty years ago. Um, uh, Super Smash Brothers came out twenty years. Oh yeah, that doesn't seem like that's been twenty years ago. That's crazy. Um, we actually partied like it was 1999. <laughs> I put, <laughs> um, and uh, oh, real quick, I have a just a bunch. Of, I, I was I was going through records. I was like, there's too many to name. So real quick, I'm just gonna name a bunch of records that came out then. Okay, and and then you can comment if you want to. Atari's uh, Blue Skies, Broken Hearts, mm-hmm. Next X, Next Three Exits, uh, White Stripes, Self uh, Self. Uh, uh, titled Chevelle Point One Number One or Dude, whatever. Love that record. Uh, no, no freaking joke. I love that record. I know it's so stained, good. dysfunctional. The promise ring. Very emergency. Uh, gotta buy voices. Uh, do the collapse. Uh, Switchfoot. New way to be human. American football. Self-titled. Uh, magnetic feels. Sixty-nine love songs. Jimmy Eat World's clarity. Mm-hmm. Uh, AFI's All Hollows EVP mm-hmm. or All Hollows EP. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, California Cation, cool. uh, yeah, Starflower right. 59, Everybody Makes Mistakes, cool. AFI's uh, Black Sails, Into the Sunset, um, let's see, and and Blink-22's Enema of State. Oh, yeah. And I think Ben Folds 5's uh, Unauthorized by Reinhold. That's it, I think. Uh, but and Foo Fighters, Nothing Left to Lose. Um, and I think New Found Glory comes out. And Smash Mouth came out with All Star. All Star. And I wanted to tell you a story that I've never told on this podcast about recording Soul. I think I've told you about it. And I want to tell everyone I apologize for the curse word I'm going to use, but the curse word is the punchline of this. So, uh, uh, Judah, don't listen. Uh, <laughs> and we're leaving it. Uh, and, uh, but we, uh, uh, we were having dinner at a Mexican restaurant uh, during uh, one of the lunches while we were recording with at Sputnik Sound with uh, Mitch Dane and Vance Powell. And uh, we were sitting at a table, and Mitch goes, I actually uh, sat with, uh, with uh, Smash Mouth at the same table uh, and when we were having lunch when I was recording them. And uh, they told me about how they, they – start off as a band like an origin story and i go i didn't even know i wanted to know smash mouse origin story but they were in california 
and to fund them being on the road and recording, they would find houses that were growing marijuana and they would stake out that house and wait until someone was uh, not there or they thought someone was not there. Kick in the door, go steal the plants and then put it in their uh, van and take off. And uh, and then they would sell it, and that's how they fund their first record. Wow, <laughs> man! And by performing B and E's, and because they weren't going to like the people weren't going to call the drug dealers or gr- drug growers weren't going to call the authorities. The authorities. Yeah, that's so they stole real, my weed, bro. That's the real problem in that business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so that uh, we're just sitting there like mouth open, like what? And uh, and Mitch goes, and then the lead singer wasn't telling the story. Everybody else was. And the lead singer just grabbed a shot and, and goes, that's how the mouth fucking made it. <laughs> the shot slammed it down. Golly, dude. Oh, my goodness. Go, oh, man. So that's oh, how man. they made it. That's how they made it. <laughs> that's unbelievable. The best part is the he mouth. refers to himself the mouth. Yeah. They reserved to themselves as the mouth. Man, that explains why they wrote uh, "Walking on the Sun." Yeah, but I mean <laughs> that band. Uh, never mind, wrong band. Same dude, same era. So I, I played a before. Halloween show where we covered uh, "All Star." Uh-huh. Dude, the guitar I'm work so in that song is actually like really intricate. Oh, I'm sure it is. Uh, I'm yeah, sure. I'm sure it is. It is. I, or I don't know. I'm sure it is. I believe you <laughs> when you say it is. I mean, how a how a trash bag flows in the wind is really mathematically intricate and fascinating as well. But it's <laughs> also with me. just a trash bag <laughs> floating in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that's my ma- uh, smash mouth metaphor. <laughs> there you go. Fair enough. Uh, do you have anything? You want to, I have one more thing, but I, I, I'd like to hear other people talk. Go on your thing. Well, we're at it. Well, uh, do you guys know who Leslie Jones is? Yes. Uh, she Related to Eric. Has, uh, Middle name and last name. Yep. You're talking about Ghostbusters, right? Yes. Did you oh, see she this? the African-American woman? Yes. Mm. Uh, we have the same news feed, apparently, Josh. So we definitely know. do. And I'm and Ghostbusters' top ten favorite movies of all time. Really yeah, actually, so this will be super interesting to hear your thoughts. Um so as, as a white cis gendered male, <laughs> I'm going to love hearing this conversation. I'm just so uh, I uh, uh, I saw the teaser. I watch teasers all day long. Like uh, uh, I don't watch trailers when it comes to <laughs> Eric. Uh, uh, when it comes to movies that I really, really love, I don't want to get ruined for me. I don't watch trailers, but um there was a Ghostbusters trailer that came out. Says so like in 2020, uh, there's going to be a new Ghostbusters with the original cast minus Harold Ramis because he's he's not alive, and uh, he's being lazy. And, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, and uh, not committed. He and if those don't know who Harold Ramis are, uh, who who he is, uh, uh, he's he's Egon, and so uh, is that also, the ghost, the green one? No. That's Slimer. Because he was dead in the actual movie. Right. I actually think that they'll do a cameo of him as a ghost. That'd be fun. Wouldn't that be great? Like, they yeah. lost Egon, and um, and he ends up coming back somehow as a ghost. Like, Harold Ramis would love that. Do you know um, if it's canon in the story if he's passed? Oh, I don't know. Well, because nothing has happened 
since uh, since number two, number two, mm-hmm. and and that is so they announced that, and I want to get Leslie Jones' quote up here because there is, uh, it's pretty crazy. But so that happens. <coughs> Jason uh, Ivan Reitman was the director, and his son is the one directing the new one, and Ernie Hudson, Dan Aykroyd. Bill Murray, I don't know if Sigourney Weaver and Rick Moranis have signed on also, but like apparently rumors have that all five of them are coming back, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so the only only one that Caitlin's actually seen, uh, the the female fronted uh, Ghostbusters, yes, um, was met with I don't know if it was a box office success, but it was met with much criticism. Um, I think it was an okay movie. I don't think it's the best in the franchise. Um, You're the only person I've ever heard, and since it's come out, to say it's even okay. Okay, I I I I'm pretty. I, I like the Ghostbusters story. They didn't take away the other two mm-hmm. to make this one, and I always held hope that like Bill Murray would come back. Well, it was a remake, so right. the, it, it is with it's the not, other two not existing. Right, mm-hmm. right. So. Um, so they didn't mess around with your timeline. Right, right. Yeah. I always get mad whenever people, uh, fans get mad about uh, an artist developing or, uh, or, or, or changing because they're not the same person they were whenever you were in high school and you found that art. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and maturing or, or taste changing. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. And, and because it's not like they took all that, all those records or all those other movies off the shelves. You can't watch them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Leslie Jones upon uh, the day after that teaser dropped said this, uh, so insulting like F us, we don't count. It's something, uh, Trump would do. And then it parentheses in a Trump voice. I'm going to try to do this. I can't do it. Uh, do it. <laughs> uh, gonna gonna redo Ghostbusters. Uh, Better with men will be huge. These <laughs> those women ain't Ghostbusters. Ugh, so annoying. Such a dick move. And I don't give an f. I'm uh, I'm saying something. Uh, it's very sad. She goes on to say it's very sad that this is the response I get. When the post is, if they make a new one with all men and it does well, uh, which will, sorry, which it will, it might feel that uh, boys are better, a better fit and stuff like that. So she's like kind of <sighs> upset that like they made great strides to make an all girls Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, that really took a lot of overcoming. Over- <laughs> overcoming. To make that movie, oh. thank God. Uh, but but now, now I just can't wait for the behind the story behind the, especially with uh, Chris Hemsworth in it and the yeah. e true yeah. Hollywood story. And how he of, stood out. Wouldn't it be great? If the Chris, struggles going through I making think the Chris all Hemsworth female cast was the best part of that movie. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's, <laughs> yeah. it's like that. He definitely stood out in that movie as yeah. probably the best part. Dude, he sounds so a, sexist right now. I know, there was but a, um, I mean, I love Kristen Wiig. I love all those actors. But. I love Chris Hemsworth in Enough Time on an Island. It's true. I don't. Uh, it's our most popular. I don't episode. enjoy the shorter woman, who's also the shorter woman, Catherine Larger. McKinnon. McCarthy. No, no. Melissa McCarthy. I guess whichever one's always the same character in every movie. Yeah, where she's she like, like falls. Have you watched her have diarrhea in a sink? Or something, and you see her legs kick <laughs> she up. She falls down and farts or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Oh yeah, I don't. I think she's hilarious. She is funny. And bridesmaids, she's when great. she's taking a dump in the sink and bridesmaids, and someone opens the door and she's like, "Don't look at me." <laughs> <laughs> Bridesmaids is great though. Maybe I need to see the right movies with her in. I saw the one where she's with the guy uh, from Arrested Development. Oh yeah, that's a bad one. Yeah, yeah, she was awful in that movie. Uh, I didn't need to see. They're like after I saw that movie. I when after I saw that movie, I was like, she might be one of the least funny women I've ever seen in my entire life. No, you need to see. There's like three or four movies you really need to see with her in it. She's actually great. Bridesmaids. Yeah, uh, bridesmaids is number one. Is it the same with Amy Schumer? No. No. Okay. No. I was Wilson hoping maybe I've only seen one good Amy, Amy Schumer. Schumer movie, and that's Trainwreck. Okay. Which and I thought it, was pretty good too. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was LeBron good. LeBron James is great in that movie. Oh, he, yeah. he is. Him and Bill Hader back and forth. Are He's hilarious. actually a really good actor. I love yeah. Surprisingly. Bill yeah. Bill Hader's but, awesome. So whenever I saw the preview for Ghostbusters, and she was like, always being loud and obnoxious, I was like, okay, great. This is going to be that one movie all over again. I'm not even going to watch it. No, there are some good movies with her in it. Okay, that's good to know. I'm glad to hear that. Um, but there are some really bad ones too. Okay. Like in 2018, she had a bad one that she wrote and directed. I think she directed and acted in called Life of the Party, and it's her going back to college with her kid. I just and watched be- that. It's not that great. It's okay. It's whatever. It's on the I bottom. I don't think it's a great movie. It's no couples it's like retreat. Like it's in it. my bottom three, five or something. I of only the movie. like it because it reminds me of me and my mom. Oh. So. Okay, but she was in like my top two worst female actresses of all time I've ever seen, including no, I- B movies. But <laughs> it's good to know that because I watched a bad portrayal of her in a movie, that's probably why. And so that makes me happy. She's back in question mark land. But question I, mark I don't know. I, the whole, her whole statement is, I think, trying not to sound sexist, but it's like the original Ghost, it, the Ghostbusters, if they did kind of a revamped or a continuation of the original, it's only going to be popular because it's based upon the original that everybody loved initially. And that's the only reason, like, that why there is probably any success from the remake too. Let me ask you something. Yeah. I don't know why. I, agree with you. I totally agree with you. I don't understand why we live in a world that it has to be one or the other. Like, yeah. why in the world can't there be a girls Ghostbusters series, and this th- number three happen also? Like, there's. I don't understand like why we have to take a side. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is like one of my beloved. The only thing that I may ho- hold higher in franchise than Ghostbusters is maybe Star Wars or, and definitely Rocky. Like, mm-hmm. Rocky's my favorite series of all time. But um, really, yeah, over Ben Hur. Well, that's only one movie. <laughs> it's long enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, the answer is yes. Still. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't understand why the fact that they're coming out to number three. I mean, I guess it does seem like it might be a less chance for the female cast to get another chance to play Ghostbusters. But uh, I don't see why it has to be one or the other. I, I think like, it's because just... the movie did do so poorly. Like people criticized the crap out of it. But so did, I'm sure it made money. There's it, no uh, way it didn't make no, the money. back. It definitely made money and it's made like money back. Grown ups sure. too probably. But made I its think money from back. them as right. actresses, like I, I think it's a fair sure. statement. Like they. They got a lot of like digital hate from people via typewriter, you know. So, typing. so you're telling. Uh, so the only issue there is if they come back and say, "Hey, we want to make a um, uh, another a Girlbusters movie," and and there's a, a here's a bunch of money. We want you all to come back, and they go to 
Kate McKinnon and Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy and Leslie Jones. Mm -hmm. And they say, uh, we want to make a number two. After this number three happens for the original timeline, uh, because we know the hype is still there. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, now that Leslie Jones has spoke up, Paul Feig, who is the director of the first um, uh, girl Ghostbusters movie, and the director for Bridesmaids. Uh, so he made Bridesmaids and uh, um, with Kristen <laughs> Wiig. <laughs> you all right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with Kristen Wiig and, uh, um, and Melissa McCarthy. So and that's uh, so you you bring them back for the second one. I don't see why there's a problem. There. Oh, I think it would be great. There's not. Don't don't say there's a crossover because there can't be. <laughs> I don't like that idea for the uh, Ghostbusters four. It has all, all. I'm not saying that. Um, like like a light soft core crossover where I think it would be funny. Watch it. I think if they had done this. <laughs> Like if there was a way to have d- go back in time and do this, I think all the female ones would have done great. Um, for even the fans that enjoyed the series, is if say Ghostbusters three came out before the female version, um, and maybe we were getting previews for a female version at the time, and they're like racing somewhere, and they show up to a place and be like, "Oh, who are these people?" And like, there's already a group of people like inside Ghostbusting, and you see like one of them come out and then go get in the vehicle and then leave, and like. Oh, and like maybe the the movie was like, okay cool, and that was like a one time scene. But then the movie of the people who were inside the house ghostbusting the other thing, and maybe there was another group of people who were able to do it. I think that kind of a like the universe is colliding in that way where they weren't in each other's like direct proximity. Events of number one still happened and could have, and number two happened and could have influenced the second group of people doing stuff. Um, I got I got a thought. Hmm. I don't think anyone making these decisions cares as much as I was either one of y'all. <laughs> I think it all has to do with money. It does. And there's a million awesome movies that didn't other get a than, sequel. That I will didn't say, finish. other than Dan Aykroyd, who is the writer of, of Ghostbusters, because he got offered a ton of money to make a Ghostbusters 3 and said no because it uh, because Harold Ramis died. So he's, he's been holding off because it either A, needed to be great, and that's why they didn't make a number three um, uh, originally. And that's why the – but the studio owned the rights to – All I'm saying is in, in response to Leslie Jones, you're not the only one who's ever had what was going to be a trilogy or it could be a, a series uh, not pan out. I mean that happens. Welcome to being an actress or, or actor. And yeah, you're not allowed to say actress. I do it all the time. Well, welcome I have a movie to that life. Podcast. You know what that's like. I'm sorry. It's hard. Yeah, I guess. Well, I will say uh, Ghostbusters 2016 lost 70 million. Oh, smack. So it's about money, man. Yeah. Never mind. Sorry, we didn't want to go see it. Don't make a girl bust. I saw it twice in theaters. I saw it twice at the hospital. I mean, it was on the background. Yeah, because I I went by myself and then Mm -hmm. I took my kids because they wanted to see it. My kids love it. Yeah. And and I don't have a problem with my kids loving that one. Mm-hmm. I actually think it's cool that there's a girl Ghostbusters. Me and Ethan Luck had a long conversation about this the girls Ghostbusters movie, and and yeah, most people are not they didn't even give it a chance because they're like they're they're taking something that was great that doesn't need to be remade, and and putting a. What happened to just not being interested in certain things and that being okay? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're you're either sexist. 
a bigot or whatever. What what if you just if, you have your allotted X amount of time in a day and you have the things that you enjoy doing in that amount of time. Yeah. And Doesn't so therefore there's things that fall through uh they slip through your fingers. You're wrong, Jack. I would no, I went down kidding. a list of twenty eighteen movies and there's ten of them I would have loved to have seen. I didn't but get around didn't, to it. You didn't get to it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so I haven't I haven't uh a thought. Um follow me on it. If I could remember it. Are we supposed to close our eyes for this? No, no, I'm trying to remember okay. what my thought was. Follow me. It becomes stardust. <laughs> okay. Okay. So no, I, have okay, the, I, have the th- I have the thought. So I feel like so my taste in humor has changed, um, and I think society has. We talked about this a few episodes ago, like when we talked about how Dumb and Dumber two flopped, yeah. even though they use the exact same humor as Dumb and Dumber. It's just our our gauge of what's actually funny has changed. Right. It's been influenced to a point. Now. I think with the advent of like Amy Schumer and the other lady in the Ghostbusters, what's her name? Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. Melissa. Melissa. Um, it's <laughs> Jenny McCarthy's cousin. Okay. All right. So, you know, they came out and they're doing a bunch of like, like what I would consider quote unquote dude jokes. And the reason is a lot of it's farting. A lot of it's considered very immature and stuff like that. Uh, but then you have movies who, um, that don't do that kind of humor that do really well. And I think, Movies that are along the um, the grain of like Anchorman and Dumb and Dumber, you know, a lot of poop jokes and stuff like that. It's not as funny anymore because it's been done a million times and people are over it. And I kind of wonder if in Ghostbusters and that other movie, if because they're, you know, they feel like they have a freedom to be outrageous like most guys do. Like, you know, which is cool. I think everyone should be able to act however they want to without feeling like, am I a guy or a girl? Is this wrong or right? Kind of thing. And... I wonder if they were trying so hard to make comedy like a lot of the other guys before that did well that they yeah. hit on some comedy that wasn't relevant anymore. And because You're of that, saying in Ghostbusters? No, no, I'm saying like in general. Okay. Like, I wonder if they had not done as many, like, because from what I heard, there's a lot of fart jokes and stuff in New Ghostbusters. There are. I'm telling you that the, the movie's okay. People, yeah. if you haven't seen it because you're sitting there going, uh, they shouldn't have messed with. Th- quit being an idiot and just enjoy a thing uh, in a world that you love, and and be open to. This is the thing that me and Brady get in an argument all the time, and I was like, ah, sometimes you just got to be silly, like and and not have your guard up of like, um, I'm gonna judge this, the judge the hell out of this thing. Like it's just like, ah, just have fun. Uh, and this is from a guy that considers himself a cinephile. I know you guys think it's funny, but like someone that loves art, uh, art in the in the vein of film. Mm-hmm. And so, I know that there's some movies that I don't get, like the uh, the Transformers or uh, and and stuff that I'm just like, yeah, these are movies that you just unplug your brain. But there are times that we've gone to the movies together, me and Kalen and Brady and Alexa, where we're like, yeah, it wasn't a good movie, but I had fun. Like there was like, so I can, it's going to get a better rating because I was in the mindset of like, I didn't have my, my pretentious glasses on that. I'm like, mm-hmm. um, well, some people are looking to be entertained and some people are looking for yeah. art and I want to live in the middle there. Yeah. And that's just knowing which ones are meant for what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then but picketing and choosing. I, I like, don't couples retreat. It's yeah. entertaining for Johnny. It's, it's just literally to laugh at the banter in the background. It's like watching a and stand-up comedy. My wife's in again. a good mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't no, think I it's got to do with male or female roles because I could think back oh, immediately. I thought of two 
heavily main character female movies that I think are some of the best in the entire line. Yeah. Halloween. You have yeah. three, you know, you have one incredibly weak woman, one incredibly strong woman, and one woman in the middle that you're kind of figuring out, are they going to be able to do this? And I thought all three characters were perfect. I feel like that was a really good point for you to touch on Miss Congeniality. Oh, Miss Congeniality is an amazing movie. Because that movie's freaking hilarious. Yeah, and then... Um, Never seen it. Oh, it's really Really? Good. I think it's you funny, like it. Dude. Yeah. It's worth it's her, saying. It's Sandra Bullock's best movie. That's a joke. It's probably not, but okay. <laughs> it's my favorite. But it is good. Have you it seen is, Speed? Is good. It's way funnier than Gravity. Have you seen Speed 2 <laughs> Way <funny>. Control? Gravity. <laughs> Is she in those? She's in both. She's okay. in Speed, man. That's the Speed's first movie good. I saw her in. Yeah, that was the first movie I was like, Sandra Bullock, hello. Hi. Hello. Can um, you be my babysitter? <laughs> <laughs> Although I don't like the work she's had done on, to herself lately. No. Kinda, she, like, she looked, blind, the Blind Side, she's good in that. Oh, she looked awesome in Blind Side. Yeah. The proposal? Amazing. Huh? The proposal? The proposal looked, looked, looked great. I like, Ryan Reynolds was great. I like powerful women. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Anything else? How much time we got? We got about five minutes. Okay. What I wanted to Hit talk about uh, for five minutes, I guess, nah, it'd was be longer than that. I bet. Yeah. I just my time. No, d- do it. Oh. Go for it. We can go like here. You're over. you're in control here. All right. Let's just try to talk about it a little bit. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't have to take forever. But I was thinking, uh, and Michaela and I were talking before we got here, and I just want to get y'all's thoughts on it. What do you think? is a way that you could progress. I'm going to say the word mature, but it doesn't have to just be... The word mature could mean a lot of things in this scenario. So progress is, I guess, is better. To progress your creativity or your art without feeling like you are putting rules or limits on yourself. Drugs. Okay. Kalen? I'm just kidding, but maybe. No, I mean, it probably works. Yeah, it, probably, it has to work. I mean, we know that like we had a Beatles before drugs and after drugs, and <laughs> arguably the after drugs is better than Beatles. But, I mean, that's I'm not – stay in school, kids. So, <laughs> uh, I haven't really developed this thought fully. <laughs> he is a kid. That is true. Yeah, You're doing a great job, buddy. Yeah, doing awesome. Um, I don't know if I have an answer for that yet. Honestly, I because you you asked me that at lunch, and I've been thinking about it, you know, off and on since that an hour and a half ago, and I don't know if I have an answer yet. How well, to match? Oh, well, go ahead. What's the question one more time? Like a real, like one sentence version of it. What would be a way you would try to grow yourself as an artist without feeling like the new implementation to that limits what you're trying to do? Oh, for me, it's restrictions. I, I, chase, I chase a vibe. Mm-hmm. Chasing yeah. those vibes, man. Yeah, I guess. Look out for the next. When you as you're chasing uh, that vibe, Eric, wh- how do you s- make sure that this is progress or maturity, or do you just not know? Do you find out once it's done? Man, I think I, it's it's kind of like mixing, and I think mastering. Yeah, like you'll get a you'll get something. You'll do what you always do, and somehow it's a little bit better than it was before. And you just keep doing it over and over again until you're that guy who owns a barn with a giant I, studio in it, and for some I reason mean, people seek you out. The mm. thought process or the the thing that's like if you put ten thousand hours into something, mm. or if it's, you write like that's Malcolm Gladwell, yeah, coin that. So, or if you write like a hundred songs, you have to write a hundred bad songs before you finally write a good song type thing. It's pretty Josh, much like Josh practice Clifton makes perfect. That. Yeah. So, for example, you could have some like twenty-five-year-old guy who's a shred monster and just destroys and any sound he wants to make, he just nails it. And then you have someone who's like in their mid-50s just pick up an acoustic guitar and finger pick. 
and every chord is perfect. Everything has beautiful balance and resonance is like, you know what I mean? Like there's, I think there's a maturity even in simple. Like I would choose someone who could play chords super clean, very efficiently, very balanced, know how to attack the strings over someone who could play any scale on the planet, but they have no like maturity in their playing to know when to do something, when not to do something. Mm-hmm. And so I think uh, it depends on how you quantify the maturity. Um, I quantify it in how much absolute control do you have over your own limits and do you create your own limits to make sure that you fit the role properly given the opportunity to create? I think what I'm going to say is going to be the most immature answer. Um, I have an answer when you come back to me. Um, you didn't ask me if I had an answer, but... We didn't. You're a woman. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> uh, yeah, after the female front of Ghostbusters hey, hey. losing all that money, women are out. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> hey, buddy, close your ears real quick. It's 2019. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. He You're closed fine. his eyes first. <laughs> and it was so sweet. It was adorable. Yeah, here, right. do this. Do this. Earmuffs. Oh, he's... It's 2019, bro. That's it? You didn't want him to know what year it was? We are running out of time here. I don't want him to think it's starting over 2000 at the end of the year. (laughs) (laughs) We've been telling him it's it's, it's 1980 his entire life. 51st dates. Ghostbusters just came out sport. Check this out. That was 84. So, so... You're talking about maturity. Well, not necessarily, because maturity can be progression. See, we could talk about this forever, because the, the the argument I have with myself is, if you look at an artist and you look at their timeline of when they've created, there's always that point when you go, ooh, they're, we're really starting to mature right here. They're but figuring, there's figuring almost always people out. who go, but I like the stuff before that. Yeah. There's always well, the people who's favorite. That, that is more on them than the artist, usually. It's just like, interesting to watch an artist get better or do or move forward in what they're trying to do or they're learning new mm-hmm. ways to do what they're trying to do. And you see them. The, it's part of the, the reason I use the word maturing process is because it just takes time. You, like y'all were saying earlier, you have to put that many hours or that many songs out to get to the next point. And um, my 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 answer. But real quick, I want to say the if an artist can figure out how to mature with their the crowd they've cultivated and that maturity process like let's be honest like if you had five artists that were just like the those artists that kept put quality music out and were probably going through similar things and stages in their life as you are and so instead of having a a fan base that's like from 13 to 65 your entire but you you actually narrowed it down to like uh, when I was 25, like my, I'm, majority of my my uh, audience is college age. When I first get on the scene and start getting a following, and then as I progress, they are getting out of those moments in their lives too. Grow with your audience. Yeah, they're growing with the audience, and then uh, so now my record, the, my next record is a post college record. Mm-hmm. That like my life of that, and and so they're growing. And then my mid thirties record, and they're growing. They're, they can relate to all this. Then then that is the only way that music remains not only nostalgic but meaningful. And instead of us going back to um to like I go back to like the years nineteen ninety seven to like two thousand three, and I think these are the best 
those are all my favorite records for the most part. Um, that's the only way for us to mature and, and keep the crowd. I don't even think that was your, uh, uh, question. So I apologize, but, uh, your question made me think about that on the other, the way I do it, I chase, I feel like I'm, I'm the barometer of what is where I'm going, I guess, in the sense of like, I see what I want to do and, and where I want to be. And then I go, how can, what are the steps for me to get there? And it's usually a matter of like how cool I think the thing is. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think it's immature. Uh, because I go based on like when I, well, another word is uh, you find a vibe in your mind and you vibes it, a better way to, to say reality. It. Vibe is a better way to say it. But in all reality, I'm sitting there going like, okay, I put out this thing and I walk into a room. Does everybody go? That's a cool dude right there. That's a that's a cool band. Like, I I care way too much about the the um. I love the music. Don't get me wrong, but there's something an attitude with that music that comes with that that I wear as a badge, and that to me like I. In my head, and there's a little bit of a, a, a pride in that, maybe unhealthy pride in that, but uh, but there is something about that that I like. I want to be the coolest band on the bill. I want to be, I want I want people to be like, well, oh, that band's just so freaking cool. Like that singer's so cool. <laughs> like because I think that's what people. Everyone has their nine to five jobs, and they want to be those those guys on stage. Mm. So that's that's what I think. But. And uh, really quickly, I'd say. I would just to, um, like Eric said, when you're progressing in anything, surrounding yourself with people or content that portrays the image you want to portray. 100%. So for me, whenever I'm either creating art, whether it's work or, or like writing music or audio production, it's like I listen to mixes that I want to be of that caliber or listen to artists that are reaching a level that I want to reach. So that way... I'm comparing myself directly to them. Not to say that I'm just like them, but like that's the level I want to shoot for. And so that's my goal. And I may hit that. I may not, but that's at least the concept that's for me to mature is trying to just use uh, other art as a platform for my own creativity. If that makes sense. Alexa, you got an answer. He literally stole my answer. Okay. I'm so sorry. I, I want to hear it from you too. Just like a man. <laughs> Thank white you. man trying to keep women down well man i was gonna say something super nice but i was like yeah like meeting y'all like i've matured and like the things that i want to do art wise and stuff like that because i respect all y'all as better musicians and better like oh not better we're like we're different but different in a different way you want to lead yeah like like i have a i have a i do have a hard time saying this this is better than this um oh alexa Lord, no, um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying, and I, I what I, when I see you who hasn't put out a uh, a, a a song or or anything like that, I go, oh, it's in there. Just like whenever I meet people, I'm like, oh, you're you're a musician. I always wanted to play guitar. Or I always, or I still play guitar every now and then. This that I was like, you don't realize it, but you have a song or you have an album or you have a piece of art in you. <laughs> You just don't know how to access it. And I think that's with everyone. Yeah, they, I get the they, most excited about those people. Me well, too. What else were you going to say, though, Alexa? That was it. About that was pretty it. much it. Summarize. Summarize? Yeah. 
because Kaylin did such a good job at it. I was like, mm. okay. sorry. So y'all's general theme is surrounding yourselves with things that seem to be pointed in the same direction you're trying to go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Running with the bulls, man. What were you? What were you saying? Oh, that was it. I was like, uh, uh, I love the idea of yeah. of uh, of finding untapped. Oh, I'm right there with you. I get the most excited when yeah. when I see that. I remember talking to this girl outside of the uh, Italian restaurant down the street from my house. Mm-hmm. She was sitting outside and she was complaining about work to me when I was walking up. So I could tell right away that she was not working the job she wanted. And so I, I was just, yeah, I love going. What do you do? Does it make you happy? <laughs> I was feeling risky, but I just was like, well, what do you enjoy doing? And then I just started to have so much fun talking to her, trying to get her to figure out what's the thing that really makes her feel alive. You know? And then she goes home to her husband and kids and go like, I know I have a job that's paying the bills, but I don't, I want to quit it. And well, <laughs> I'm going uh, to be an actor. Honestly, you do it I'm in a way. Kidding. Once right. you have a you wife and a kid, it. now you have to do it. It's, I've been looking at life as a video game for a while now. And every time it gets hard, I just go, but this, this is the level right now. You know, yeah. right now, the map, the world, the level that I exist yeah. in starts in Sherman. And my dream, I have to use the tools and this area that I am in to get to the direction I want to go. Gotta go find the key to unlock the next door. Yeah, then eventually I'll be at the next phase. And then it goes, okay, now how do I get through this part? A lot of a lot of the younger, uh, like uh, there's a couple of high school uh, kids that I, I've invested in music wise, and I, I told them I was like, listen, music the music scene you can love it all you want. It's not gonna it, chance are it's not gonna love you back. Uh, but if you go in, I was like, you're not going to want to listen to me when I say the next thing. But if you go in thinking this way, you're gonna think that like right out of high school I have to hit the ground running. I have to. I have to start touring. I have to start doing this and that. And I was like, I don't think you should do that. I think you should spend, I think you should go to college. I think you should get some trade that you can fall back on. Something that you're like the second, if it wasn't for music or some other creative thing, something that you would love to do that like, if all else fails, this isn't the horrible life, like psychology or, or whatever, you know? But while you're in there, develop who you are as a voice. I didn't find who I was as a musician. And chances are, if they're talking to me, they're talking to me because they love Ravenhill. Uh, so, so I go, chances are, or uh, I didn't find out my voice till I was like 26. Like the actual like, oh, you are, I'm going to be this kind of singer. Like up until 26, I was doing emo, screamo, whatever. And I liked it, but it wasn't. It wasn't me, you know. So all that to say, I've been telling them, I was like, if you're smart right now, you can. Uh, the sky's the limit. After you, uh, once you get that degree and you can have that on the back, have all the credentials, and you can spend all that time being strategic with your time instead of hitting the. Ro- it was fun hitting the road when I was 17 in the minivan, mm-hmm. but I o- only have experience to show for it. I don't have. I don't have some degree I could have spent during that time. My dad was telling me that, but I, I, I even told me to like s- learn how to weld, do something that mm-hmm. you can find a job that can pay for you to go do the thing you love. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you don't get it, dad. I'm going to get signed when I'm like 17, Well, in, in your defense, when, when you started touring and then when, when I started touring, the way you did it back then was to be constantly grinding on the road. And right. the internet has completely changed that. 100%. So the... the you can That's literally have a decent career and never leave your hometown. I'm also trying to get to a place where I know 
However, I end up making enough money financially to take care of my family and be a part of society. Whatever that is, is fine as long as I also get to make some things. Yeah. I want to leave here feeling like I've left my view of what it was like to be here. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. So I'm trying to learn how to do that while also figuring out a way how to do that and also make money. And that's why I, the whole idea came up. Because then it's like, do you need to mature? Or or uh, d- d- matter cannot be created or destroyed. It can only change forms. Yeah. So maybe just change the form in which... And so I think for me, to answer my own question, right now I think it's uh, trial and error. I, I think it's like, go, I, j- I have to finish things. I have to make a thing and then go, okay, maybe that didn't get better. Then go I, to the next I like one. that. I like that. It, it, from observing you, yeah, I'm going to get a real, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what I love and don't love about your process. Is okay. that okay? Yeah. Um, I think you're a genius. I think you're smart. I, th- I love the way you look at and develop a song. Uh, I think that you are, um, you don't give yourself enough credit. You second guess yourself way too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is almost a handicap to where you can't, uh, I think you're your worst critic. I think we all can be. I think you are, out of all of us, your worst critic. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you're, you're unsure you're, uh, you're unsure of yourself in a place where you could be the best at it. But you don't believe that you could be that best. You think, oh, that guy has got it more figured out than I do. I don't think so. I, like, I think you're putting out quality art that you haven't shown to the world yet. So, just to let you know. Okay. Like, that finish. Finish is big. Finish is big. I finish think is big for you, I think. You... And you can't create because you can't finish. Mm-hmm. And I think that's. Uh, am I wrong? No, I I agree a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I like, like I don't anytime think I hear anything Johnny creates. Yeah, anytime I hear anything Johnny ever creates, I'm like, Other damn than my it. Son. I'm like, yeah, you are gonna rule the world. And then, and then, but in the meantime, yeah, it's like it's like, man, I just have to no step up my game. I guess I have to figure out how to try to create better because it's like you know and it's not a comparison thing but it's like it always anytime i hear anything you create it always pushes me to want to be better yeah and it's it's a very positive thing it's not a negative thing on myself it's like man that is great how will i ever get to that point all right so 2019 um you guys make me finish stuff yeah Yeah. oh you're gonna finish buddy yeah eric and i had a i I was talking to uh kaylin yesterday yeah that's kind of an interesting concept we we were chatting about our creativity and how both of us have been kind of uninspired when it comes to our personal stuff. And I was like, dude, let's let's put a pool of cash in and challenge each other. Hey, at the end of the month, we have to write a song. If we don't, if you don't write a song, you lose your money. It goes to other people. If everyone writes their song for the month, everyone gets to keep their 20 or 30. I love this idea. Why are we doing this as a group? I don't know. I we just, we just came up with this yesterday. yesterday. I yeah. write songs. I've written four songs this year already. In 2019? That's awesome. Yeah. Well, have you, like, for me, I'm thinking... Well, those thinking, don't count, man. We're starting fresh. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, no, I'm just saying, I'm always writing. Yeah, yeah. Like, to me, it was a thing, like, Manchester Orchestra did the thing, Andy Hull did a thing where he's like, I'm going to write a song a day. And I did that for, like, two years. It, even bad songs. But I yeah. would just write them on my phone and Dropbox them I think I think we, yeah, I think we need to establish, uh, like, what, for me, writing a song... 
to me is like I fully recorded it. I fully tracked okay. vocals. It's like a full produced thing. But I mean, I'm not as good as producing. Well, that, that no. But I think like just having it recorded. Yeah, and yeah like just the way you do it on band. your phone and send it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Done. Cool. No, I'm excited. I, I want to say that. one more thing um, to those young kids that might be listening to this and say like, oh, "No, he's wrong." I want to get on the road and start doing it. I'm going to tell you, I've had conversations with with people that have been on. Uh, I have a friend that was on Bad Boy Records, which is P Diddy's label. P Diddy literally went up to her and says, "I want to sign you," because she was on American Idol Junior the one year they had that. And um, and uh, uh, we've been. We were uh, courted by several labels, but Tooth and Nail is one of them, and we ended up not doing. And and all these labels, all these people said, "Take your time." All these, even in the even in the mid two thousands, whenever everyone was hitting the ground running, uh, that girl for for uh, uh, well, it was early two thousands. Uh, that girl for uh, with P Diddy, like they record the album. They d- had that song. It was Fergie's song. It's like. Girls don't cry. Big girls don't cry. Mm-hmm. Big that? girls don't cry. Yeah, Big and girls don't not cry. not that one. <laughs> but uh, but bought the song from Fergie. She recorded it, and P Diddy P Diddy and then said like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna hold off and releasing this because we don't think it's the right time yet." And they waited two years. In that time, Fergie goes. Actually, I want to record that song. Record that song became huge before she uh, and she already had it, and so her career was over. Um, I'm not saying that your career is going to be over if you wait, but I am going to say that like there is, there is strategy for this, and if you you attack at a young age your career strategically, then you will actually. I think you can manage. People ask all the time how we're able to do this. And still have a family, or still have a, 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 a real life, and not be a bad husband, bad father, bad boyfriend, or bad girlfriend, um, or aunt. Uh, and um, <laughs> it's because we're trying to be strategic about it. Like, sure, I'd love. I think all of us would love to be on the road, playing for uh, full venues with uh, with three, four, five thousand people. Um, but it's not in the cards right now, so we have to be strategic. And we do like one or two tours a year. Uh, we do weekend runs or local dates or whatever. And then we do festivals. And we got a lot of cool things coming up. So be on the lookout. Um, I have a really cool meeting tonight. But um, I want to let you know that if you want to be a musician, you want to be a producer, you want to be an actor, you want to be strategic about it now when you're young. Because if I could go back and talk to my 17-year-old self, I'd say, hey, maybe not go. Maybe go on tours in the summer. But maybe focus on like something that you can fall something that uh, graphic design. I wish I would have done or computer coding, like that type of thing. I wish I would have done that. But mm. any other thoughts before we? Sign I agree off? with with what you said. Yeah. Cool. Well, I mean, that this was a profound like last ending of this yeah, podcast. We went from it was the, great. We yeah. feel old. Twenty years. Uh, we went from so. far left Ghostbusters remake to all the way to this. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Welcome to this the This is hole. what the hive is. <laughs> it's 2019. Let's kick some ass. Yeah, yeah guys. And remember, yeah. Uh, New York is uh, in the process of passing a bill to abort like babies. All right, y'all have a great day, everyone. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Long live the brotherhood. Long live the hive. The hive. Long live. We're pro life. Long live the hive. What? Uh, yeah. You still going? Yeah, it's still going. Hey.
Say, long live the brotherhood. Long live the brotherhood. Long live the high. Look, we got jo- you got Johnny to do it. Good job. Yeah. Yeah, you're doing You're listening to a Honey Gold Records production. For this podcast and others like it, go to www.honeygoldrecords.com.